Hello, welcome to a podcast for Lancet Haematology, which accompanies our new commission. I'm Gavin Cleaver. The commission, which is entitled Beyond Maximum Grade, Modernising the Assessment and Reporting of Adverse Events in Haematological Malignancies, features an international panel of clinicians, clinical investigators, methodologists, regulators and patient advocates examining adverse events in haematological malignancies. The aim is to improve toxicity assessment in clinical trials in haematological malignancies by critically examining the current process of adverse event assessment. I'm delighted to be joined on the phone by the Commission's lead author, Dr. Geeta Thanarajasingham. Dr. Thanarajasingham, welcome. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, um, so I'm Geeta Thanarajasingham, and I am a uh, health services researcher here at Mayo Clinic. Uh, I'm also a lymphoma physician and have the privilege of uh, caring for patients with Hodgkin and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Um, I am here in Rochester, Minnesota at the headquarters of the Mayo Clinic and uh, have uh, sort of developed an interest in uh, studying the uh, side effects of treatment that my uh, patients endure and how we can improve our understanding of those. And I'm privileged to work at a place where I have a lot of uh, support in that type of research and that has led to me participating in, in this commission. Oh, yes. So your commission in the Lots of Hematology is out now. So maybe for our listeners, you could uh, summarize for us what it aims to address and what are some of the main conclusions. Yeah, so uh, in our commission for the Lancet Hematology, we're really aiming to try to improve how we assess the side effects or toxicity, uh, as we call it, of treatment for hematologic malignancies. So you know, a lot has changed in how we treat blood cancers. Uh, many types of blood cancers are now treated with chronic oral therapies, pills that patients take on a daily basis, or immune therapies that they stay on for months or even years uh, until the disease progresses. And so uh, treatment can be administered for much longer periods of time and even indefinitely. And so the side effect profile of these treatments uh, and how they impact the patient is really, really different than the conventional intravenous short-term chemotherapy that used to be our standard across the board. Um, there's also been increasing recognition of late and long-term effects of our chemotherapy treatments. And yet, despite all of this, uh, our processes for evaluating side effects, um, also called adverse effects, hasn't really changed. You know, I think when we're talking about improving adverse event assessment, it's a really sort of broad and complex topic. And so this commission is divided into six priority areas. Um, those include improving our current processes for adverse event analysis, incorporating patient reported outcomes, evaluating toxicity in stem cell transplant. Uh, assessing late toxicity in survivors of hematologic malignancies, uh, understanding the challenges of toxicity evaluation and the regulatory approval of new hematology drugs, and lastly, toxicity reporting in real-world patients. And, um, you know, these, these priority areas uh, were really our focus and our conclusions kind of identify what are the main issues in each of these areas and then we spell out kind of immediate uh, strategies for improvement and how we can uh, implement uh, improvements that will lead to longer term, uh, more sustainable improvements in assessing side effects in our patients. 
the main goal here is to foster a more accurate, uh, comprehensive, and most of all, patient-centered toxicity evaluation. What inspired you to, uh, to do this commission? What, what compelled you? So I have the privilege of being a practicing uh, lymphoma oncologist. So I get to see patients daily in the clinic and in the hospital. And uh, as a physician, when we learn about the newest treatments for our patients, we are often given information about side effects that focuses on serious and life-threatening events. And that's very important for safety evaluation to make sure these new drugs are safe and you know, they are uh, um, able to be taken by our patients without overly toxic side effects. Uh, but yet in my clinical practice, I notice that when a patient has chronic but less severe or what we call lower grade side effects, it substantially affects the way they can tolerate a drug. And tolerability is this concept that it really necessarily has to incorporate the patient perspective. And we need to pay more attention to uh, to, to tolerability in the era of therapies that are being administered over longer periods of time. So I'll give you an example um, that I'm sure is common to uh, many practicing hematologists, oncologists. I had a patient that I was treating with an oral targeted uh, pill therapy for low-grade lymphoma. So she took pills every day and she developed diarrhea as a side effect. And she had four stools above her baseline of two stools daily. And, um, you know, if you look at how we grade or evaluate the severity of side effects in clinical trials, this would be considered a, quote, grade two adverse effect, um, which is really a low grade event that would largely be overlooked in, in a clinical trial. And yet for my real world patient, the side effect interfered with her ability to do her job and with her quality of life. I've also had patients who I talk to about drugs that cause neuropathy, um, and they asked me, well, when is that likely to happen and when will it be worse? And this is a side effect that doesn't happen immediately. It's usually months down the line. And while most clinicians develop a gestalt about these drugs years after prescribing them, um, we really should have this type of time-dependent de uh, information formalized in AE reporting. Um, and so I really felt this was an unmet need and it inspired me to do research in this area. I wrote a paper describing a new approach to reporting side effects that includes the dimension of time and uh, how we can uh, include chronic low-grade events that are impacting patients. And that paper gave me the opportunity to run this commission. Uh, the commission paper itself goes beyond my area of how we analyze and report side effects and is actually much broader, which I'm really excited about uh, tackling kind of all of those facets that affect hematology patients. Yeah, it's a really interesting uh, route to take. Uh, so the recommendations that you put forward in this commission, how, how could they be applied in clinical practice? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, many of the recommendations focus on improving toxicity assessment in clinical trials because this is really kind of the first way that we learn about new drugs and how they affect patients. Um, and uh, we are we've looked at that because we want information about new drugs or regimens to be more accurate and comprehensive, but it is our ultimate goal to improve the experience of cancer treatment for real world patients. So in our commission, we have a section on incorporating patient reported outcomes and real world toxicity evaluation that I think apply well to clinical practice. 
a start to it is just thinking about how we can better collect side effect data in a more systematic and standardized format in patients that we're treating off study so we can evaluate this and improve our toxicity evaluation of large numbers of real-world patients. And that's definitely going to take uh, engagement from patients and uh, physicians in clinical practice. Do you think real change in this area has to come from the regulators? You know, I do think that regulatory agencies play a big role. Um, that's why one part of our commission uh, has authors from um, Europe, U.S., Australia, and Japan that are part of uh, those uh, uh, regulatory agencies uh, in those locations. And we really have to consider an initiative like this to be a multi-stakeholder effort uh, with patients and patient advocates at the center of it. You know, the other stakeholders include practicing clinicians, clinical investigator, cooperative clinical trial groups, biostatisticians, uh, along with regulators. So it's important to us to include perspectives from all of these groups uh, as we did in our initiative. Um, and we also hope to engage our thoughtful partners in industry uh, and those partners take heed to regulatory guidance. And so I really do think that uh, change um, in great part is sort of uh, stemmed and promoted by regulatory bodies to set a bar. So looking to the future, do you think your commission has kind of implications for the for the wide prescription of newer immune therapies and like targeted agents? Absolutely. You know, um, these agents have made a marked difference uh, in the outcomes for patients with a variety of hematologic malignancies. There are so many examples in lymphoma alone, uh, my field, where we have seen uh, really impressive effects. If you think about, you know, uh, PD-1 uh, blocking antibodies, checkpoint inhibitors in relapsed Hodgkin lymphoma, they have really changed the landscape of, of this disease and their use is only going to become more widespread, which is a great thing for patients. But what I think we need to be mindful of is that with this shifting treatment paradigm, with these chronic targeted therapies, immune therapies, our recognition of late side effects of conventional therapies, we really need to approach evaluation of toxicity with a broader lens. Um, we need to look differently at toxicity patterns over time in patients who are on therapies for months to years. We've got to start incorporating the voice of the patient more. Uh, we need to think about inefficiencies in the current way we report, such as over-reporting expected side effects after stem cell transplant um, that obscure kind of what we really need to know about unexpected side effects. Um, we've got to follow survivors of hematologic malignancies, both those with curable disease as well as those living with indolent chronic diseases for longer periods of time to identify late and long-term effects of these newer therapies and how they impact our patients down the line. And possibly most importantly of all, we really need to understand how side effects impact our patients in the real world who are receiving these newer agents. So I think uh, it definitely has implications for the wide prescription of, you know, the newer agents. And I think it has implications for, you know, the practicing hematologist oncologists. Those can be as simple as exploring and implementing tools that allow the patient's voice to be heard in the evaluation of their side effects, even if they're not on a clinical trial. I feel strongly that uh, paying attention to our patients who may voice less severe but longer-lasting symptomatic side effects is important. Uh, these can substantially affect quality of life and adherence, and 
the bottom line is, especially with these newer agents, if a patient can't tolerate a highly effective novel targeted drug, then it can't be effective at all because they're not taking it. So while, you know, we as clinicians are really good at paying attention to the safety of these new therapies, because that's what clinical trials emphasize to us, in our daily practice, we need to assess tolerability. It would be great to engage practicing clinicians and their patients in, in this kind of side effect assessment in real world patients and to somehow harness this information in real time to actually guide symptom control interventions um, if we can. Ultimately, just trying to make it better for our patients. Well, it's a it's a really comprehensive piece of work and we're delighted to have it in the Lancet Hematology. Dr. Thanarajasingham, thank you so much for your time today.